Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast. Join us as we jump into the world of CrossFit and celebrate the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes. I'm Jason Grubb. I'm here with Rick Stevenson. We just got back from the Legends Championship in Tempe, Arizona, and uh, it was a crazy, crazy weekend, uh, but it ended up turning out to be quite a good one. Rick, how was it for you? <laughs> well, first of all, good to see you again. It's been a long time, right? You too. <laughs> yeah, least, long time. At least a few In two hours. days. <laughs> <laughs> two days. Yeah, great time. I, I tell you, it, uh, it, it started on uh, not being able to get into the uh, Airbnb <laughs> like we thought. Ended with a couple of championships, uh, yes. and and I'll speak for my side as you probably saw. Spent a lot of time by the pool after the after we were done. <laughs> so you know, I was absolutely jealous of the teams. You uh, you guys uh, you guys came in, competed, and were done. And then yeah, you guys got to spend some solid time in the pool uh, there at the the, the Sun Devil Fitness Center. It was beautiful. Yep. Gosh, what it a great, great spot! For, it was great, especially December. I, and I think I said this a number of times uh, over the weekend or the course of the weekend. Mayhem was an excellent opportunity. It was a bucket list trip for me. I, I was not spending near, obviously, the amount of time that you or maybe some other athletes have spent there. So it was great to be there. Great environment. Very good competition. But it was Tennessee in December. It was rainy weather. It was cold, dark, and there was nothing to do outside. And you were really in that area. Whereas if you were done competing or between events, we saw people just coming and hanging out by the pool, walking around. I mean, there was a reason to be outside and not forced to stay in there. So I think Joe and Jason and 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 Bob have found a good idea for a December venue. I totally agree. Uh, I think the venue was exceptional. It was huge. And yeah. I remember walking in and seeing the main uh, workout areas. Obviously, they had uh, event area one, event area number two. Those were huge. Vendors yeah. throughout that entire area just, just stacked and set up, which was super cool. Uh, obviously, the pool area being right there as well was just a huge mm -hmm. highlight. And the fact that we had a pool event, uh, we'll talk about the events in a couple of minutes, mm -hmm. but the pool was right there, uh, which there was also some uh, you know cold plunges out by the pool. Uh, there was a company that was doing that, which was awesome. And then upstairs was the huge area for athletes to chill, to hang out, uh, sit at tables uh, between events. That is... Uh... Okay, no, I can't. That's right. Okay, it. I will say that rivals the athlete area in in Madison. It was spacious, large. You never felt like you're on top of each other. It was perfect for that. I'm so glad they had the upstairs, and we even took advantage of the track, indoor track around the upstairs to warm up with a little running, practice some handstands, so you weren't doing it on the um, uh, on the on the athlete village floor. But great, great space up there. If you didn't mind climbing a few stairs, it was well well laid out. Well, I will say that we did climb the, up and down those stairs about 8,000 times. And given the workouts and the amount of, of, of pain and soreness that we were experiencing from the workouts, uh, up and down the stairs was a challenge. So the elevator was tempting in some capacity. I mean, not really, but uh, it was really, I mean, my legs were tired. Going up and down the stairs was a max effort. <sighs> by the end of the weekend, just from exhaustion. Correct. But in fairness I know to that, you guys, not for us. For you, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I know that next year, you know, they're looking to, I believe, have us that same venue for the Legends Championship in December next year, which will be a different event, a separate event than the Masters yeah. CrossFit Games presented by Legends. So that's very cool. Right. And I know that they were talking about, I mean, these are all 
uh, I don't think all this is nailed down yet, but they're thinking about no. doing something where they've got the main floor, they've got the pool, and they have the field, the Sun Devil Stadium field in play right. as well, which would just be right. huge. So that they, you know, they right. had, uh, how many athletes did they have? Over 700, Rick? Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was four, 460 or something like that, I think. Including teams and all events. All Including teams. All I think, yeah, right. uh, 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 yeah, our numbers are way off. So here, we're going to be fact-checked. Somebody's going to have to label <laughs> us. But I thought he said how many were actually uh, checking in the night of the athlete briefing. And I thought that I number was a lot lower. I could be, could be wrong. But it, it was, I'll tell you what, it, it was a lot. It was a lot more than last year because you had RS. Yes. I mean, you had scaled and teams added into your regular amount of divisions. Yeah. You know what else that provided? By having that larger group of athletes, scaled teams and uh, elite athletes all together, is it made the venue feel busy. You know what I mean? It, it, mm -hmm. There was oh. never a time where a floor felt empty. Like the, it felt like there weren't spectators. It felt like uh, for every event, the, uh, the, the barricade around that event was lined with people, lined with fans. And it felt right. like you were right there with them. So I, every time I finished right. an event, I was right there in front of uh, family, friends, fans. Uh, and that I think that made for a really, really cool experience for all competitors having that many people in the area, right? It, it didn't, I mean, it felt packed. I, yeah, I wonder, I don't know if we'll ever get um, results or some information from them on the number of tickets sold for, for, for spectators. Because like I was, you know, and again, we'll get into the events, but I was on the upper level shooting down for your ropes event. And yes. I got you all before you, while you were all on the starting mat and it was ringed with people all the way around. Yep. I was like, that's a cool, that is a really cool lot, a shot. And then of course they've shown some other uh, uh, heats from other um, of the other age groups with it being as packed. So I, I don't think anybody complained about not being able to, to see the action because you were almost able to get around all four sides on the one floor and just the one side on the second floor, but nobody really had an issue that I heard of. No, no, I don't think there were any issues. And it was just, it was just right. And I can imagine right. if they have, uh, you know, the, the, each year, I believe they have uh, a larger capacity. They can take on more athletes, uh, or at least if mm -hmm. they're doing it at this venue. And um, I have no doubt that the momentum created from this year, uh, they've, they've got to be excited for what's coming next year as a mm -hmm. Legends organization. They have to be thinking the Legends Championship can be so massive and really draw, um, you know, athletes from not only just around the, the country, but around the world. And I, I mean, I'm super excited for what it will look like next year and in, into the future. I've, I've trusted these guys for years to create a great event. And like you said, mm -hmm. when it was at Mayhem, right. it was very cool. The year before, Absolutely. Uh, we were in San Diego. So it was great. The year before that, we're in, we were in uh, Arizona during COVID. And they made that work uh, phenomenally they made it work. well. Yeah. You know, yep. and then this year was was truly amazing. So I, I I'm excited to see what's coming for Legends next year. I'm excited to see where what they do with the games. Uh, and right. you know, while we were out there, I think you saw that uh, Glassman was there, uh, Bosman and Castro were there as well. I think though, mm -hmm. uh, Bosman and Castro that was somewhat unrelated to Greg Glassman being there, but they were doing mm -hmm. some some uh, games talks with Bob and Joe while they were out there. So that's always a good right. sign when you have, you know, some, some of the big heavy hitters uh, from CrossFit out there. Uh, I like to see that. Yeah. Uh, Dave in his weekend review said something to the effect like, uh, you know, we were there to check out, check out the group, check out the organization that we're working with. And as, 
as uh, as they told us when we were talking to them. Yep, we had some meetings and we're here to take a look at everything. So yep. fingers crossed. You know what? Uh, what is it? December right now? Uh, eight months. Eight Not months. I don't know time. exactly. I mean, you know, we heard we heard rumors of dates for those games and more will come out on that. Um, but give or take about eight months and it'll probably be complete. Hard to believe. Yeah, hard to believe. Now, since we're on the topic of, of CrossFit and its connection with the Legends Championship, I think mm-hmm. one of our critiques that you and I talked about, and I know it was mentioned on Talking Elite Fitness, shout out to those guys. Uh, thank you, uh, Talking Elite Fitness. They, they covered a bit of the Legends Championship this week on their podcast. Right. But one of the critiques that I think we all have is that it was great to have Dave and Bossman there. We actually got to say hi to both of them. And in person, they're just the genuine article. They are two very, yep. very good dudes. But CrossFit HQ or the media team or whoever's running social media for CrossFit, then all they had to do was yep. share or reshare one thing. And there was not a single mention the entire weekend whatsoever uh, from CrossFit Games or CrossFit uh, on social media about the Legends Championship, the partner for the CrossFit Games next year. And, uh, you know, I, I can't remember if we talked about this at all last week. I, I find that uh, really frustrating. As an athlete, I find it frustrating as a competitor, a lover of the sport, and a believer that CrossFit is genuinely trying to do, I think Castro is trying to do the right thing by creating these separate events for teams, for masters, uh, for adaptive. I think this is a good move. I think his intentions are good. He and I got to talk out there a a bit. Uh, So I believe in Dave Castro. I believe in Bosman. The media team needs something they i mean i want to yeah. i want to just walk to hq and like bang on the door like hey guys what are you doing what are you doing right. that's all i'm gonna say rick what are your well, thoughts yeah I, and, and i was gonna say uh hats off to whoever um uh the legends partnered with for media content and coverage because it, i thought it was very good for not having streaming or any type of live feed um social media took care of a lot of highlights there was plenty Agreed. of live streaming from people, but uh, not everybody follows legends. I think right. more people would be dialed into CrossFit's social media than just the legends. And to reinforce your point, all they had to do was repost something um, because then you're doing the job for the legends media team and you're getting greater reach and you're, you're helping um, sell their product. And so, yeah. you know, come on, I, because on. those guys at legends did what they could to put content out a lot. They were creative, timely. Um, I think Clydesdale Media was uh, doing those uh, event recaps of maybe yep. the top five finishes. Each time I know I saw a couple on your story. So yep. so there was collaboration and Legends was running with it. And people, individual athletes were running with it and reposting, but silence. And I think Dave posted on his uh, story, or maybe he posted himself, of a picture with himself and uh, a few of the others. But that was it. You know, and it's not his and job. I get that, but it's not his on. job. He's he is not uh, he is not in charge of social media. It, it's it there. It seems like that organization is is very segmented. Right. Uh, the, the right. One hand does not talk to the other hand. Um, yep. It's as silent. if the media team or the social media handle uh, whoever's handling marketing. Well, whatever's going on there, it's as if they didn't even know it was happening. Uh, you know, and as a media company, um, I'm not a media company. I'm pointing to myself as if I'm a media company. But honestly, if you give me content to share, it's so mm-hmm. great because I don't have to create that. I can just share. Right. It. I love sharing good content. And uh, the media team over at Legends uh, that they partnered with, I believe it was Hercules, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think you're right. Yep. They were creating 
remarkable content. I mean, I know what it's like to edit late into the night, uh, you know, just my own content. And they've got, you know, gigabytes and gigabytes, hours and hours of footage that they're putting into a one minute highlight by the next morning that's so well done, so exciting, so neat to see. Um, yeah, all, all they all CrossFit has to do is say, oh, that's that's great. I'm just going to share that because this is featuring masters so athletes. But it, it is it's just if it's, it's if, as if HQ had no idea that this was even going on this weekend. Um, so, well, um, frustrating. And, and not everybody. There were two other events in the CrossFit world going on. There was I think it's Fit, yes. Fit Friends in yep. the UK in Birmingham and Dubai. Uh, which was exciting to watch. And it was the only one of us, only one of the three events that was live streamed. And I, I mean, I know every morning I get up, have my cup of coffee and I was sitting there watching uh, yes. Dubai's rewind and, and try and catch as many of the heats of the names that I know and like to follow. So, you know, in, in fairness to the space, there were three events going on on the weekend in the off season where there usually aren't multiple events. Right. But we were relatively local compared to Birmingham, England. And Dubai. Yes. I mean, come on. So well, I'll get off you my know, soapbox. But I'm going to add one level, easy. one more layer to that. Those were really big competitions, right? Mm -hmm. um, one was uh, more of an I exhibition. Am, yeah, I think. Well, yeah, yeah. But I, I, yeah. I mean, they're very closely connected to CrossFit. CrossFit Games athletes are in that. And I'm just taking right. a look at CrossFit's feed over the weekend. Not a mention of those events either. You know, oh, these are okay. The, these, See, I didn't do that. Okay, that's fine. not not nothing. Nothing was mentioned. Is it? It's <laughs> again like HQ. They don't even realize what the heck is going on out there. Um, I mean, you, they you had, had some another over the weekend. Ricky, they Ricky and Roman battle going on. I mean, I, I that's, know how fun that's is good that? for the sport. I know. Ricky you know, the, came the latest on with a post, charge. CrossFit's not even posting daily, uh, but you know, six days ago, it was one of the days we were competing. You know, they're showing a, a highlight of of Rich Froning from years ago. Nothing wrong with that highlight, but we've got mm -hmm. fresh content, guys. You know, we yeah. don't have to like we don't have to dig stuff out of the past. And like, it's right here. So, okay, did we beat that dead horse? It's I dead. think we did. It's the okay. holiday season. Let's give them a break. <laughs> we said They're what all we needed to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm packing their, their, their stockings are full of coal, um, oh, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's move on to, uh, you want to talk through some of the events? Uh, maybe yeah. a, a few of the events? Few, okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, why, don't you, mean, why don't you pick? I'll, oh, go ahead. I'll, I'll start overall, though. Um, we, we went, I went in, I went teams for those that uh, weren't. Um, aware of that. And obviously you went individual. I went into this fully knowing that I would do less work, have fewer events. And it was their first year of trying teams. Um, I had a very good experience at Masters uh, Fitness Championship just a couple months ago. Um, this was a four-person um, mixed pair uh, setup and was excited for this opportunity. It worked out well for us. Um, we were able to to win. Uh, great competition. A lot of a lot of friendly faces. Met new 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 folks as well on the team side. However, not nearly enough work. I mean, yep. I I was not sore like you were. Um, yeah, I like the events. We'll pick a couple maybe and talk about them. But outside of some um, uh, strenuous moments, I, I would have loved to have done more. I was sure. I was like, I came all the way out here. Please let me do more. Yeah. Um, so. You know, I think so you're going to get that. Yeah, yeah, I think what, you're going to get that, though. They they just yeah. couldn't put us on the floor, I think. And we talked to Joe about this. Volunteers, judges, um, it, they're just, it, it wasn't logistically possible. So we're just grateful for the opportunity to have teams and have um, scale this year. Because for scale, think about the number of athletes that came out that have not competed at this high level before. 
they were excited right. to be out there on the competition floor too. So, so uh, I made know, that they did, they did. They cracked the seal on teams, and it's it's like anything else. This right. was their their first uh, first sure. leap into it, yeah. and they they learn a bit about logistics, learn a bit about uh, the amount of volunteers needed to execute mm-hmm. uh, and equipment yeah. and time. Uh, but you did get out there. Oh, I mean, honestly, I got I'm just glad you came so I could I could you know share Airbnb with y'all. So that that just worked <laughs> out really it. well. It's a win win, yeah. you know. Um, you know, nothing like pizza and wine with you. Got a chance to watch us eat, uh, watch us hang out like we've been doing yeah. late. So, yep, it was really good. We well, why don't you talk about uh, talk about an event? Um, I don't know if we want to go through all the events. We'll just kind of see how this goes. Yeah, let's see here. How about uh, I'll take um, first? I'll take one from the first day and one from the second day. How about that? Because we got you competed over four days. We competed over two days, uh, and and those two days were rather compressed. I mean, it took about maybe two and a half hours to knock out all three of our events on Friday right. and uh, hour, hour and a half to knock out two events on Saturday and boom. That, so, you know, myself and my teammates, we were standing around looking like, okay, what can we do? <laughs> Let's go out to the pool. But um, here, here I go again, which uh, hats off to the, to the great uh, song named theme workout titles. That's a long way of saying that. Uh, over the weekend, I loved it. Here I go again. Um, it was a 12-minute cap. Uh, it was four rounds of 15 dumbbell-shouldered overheads on the left and on the right, a 50-meter swim. So each partner had to do that one time. And then into four rounds of 15 shouldered shouldered overhead on the left, 15 on the right, 100-meter swim. The weights uh, for our older teams were 40 and 30. So very manageable. You just were throwing it up, yanking it back down as fast as you could. Uh, it was about efficiency in the water. Um, we won this event, but we did not finish this event. Our fourth lady was, she was 12 shouldered overheads into her last round on the one arm. If we would have had another minute, two minutes, we would have, would have been done, I think. And, yeah. uh, I think of the time cap and a lot of these, and you'll talk about it too, because, well, no, you did finish. We finished a number of them. We didn't finish all of them, and yes. we were very competitive. So I think the time caps were a little tighter on teams than they were on individuals. Uh, this was well-programmed. It was in a pool, well-laid out, um, easy to watch. Everybody just took their turn cycling. It was a sprint. Who hasn't trained for that type of sprinting? Um, you know, I'd be surprised if you haven't. Uh, really enjoyed it, uh, but 12 minutes, just give us another minute or two, I think. And and everybody got in the water, and it was it was a blast. So. That was here I go again. Uh, you want to well, do one or do you, yeah, you want to? Yeah, I'll jump into one. Okay, I think that sounds one. good. Yeah. Uh, day one for us, we had uh, we had the pool swim as well. I think I'll highlight that mm-hmm. one because it was also, uh, well, it, it's really easy to highlight actually both events on day one. First, every breath you take was a nine minute cap. And this was also felt like an aggressive cap uh, in the pool as well. Felt like all of the time caps were fairly aggressive. Uh, so this was 15 on right arm. 15 on left arm or 15, it didn't matter which arm you started on, 15 right, and 15, right. single arm shoulder to overhead. Uh, my age group had 60 pound dumbbells, which is just enough to become irritating. Um, there's a, you know, that's, that's a good, that's, that's, a, that's good a, a good weight on one arm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not seventies, but it's not fifties. It's so funny. It's sixties, which is just right. Then you go hundred meter swim. Then you go 12 left, 12 right, or 12 on each arm, then a hundred meter mm-hmm. swim, then nine, nine hundred meter swim. And while it felt like, uh, you know, this this is a, uh, you know, in and out of the pool type workout, the single arm dumbbell shoulder over, it really didn't slow anyone down, I don't think. I think we no. kind of all raced through that. And then it was a max effort swim, 
really. It was really three three right. hundreds as fast as possible. Uh, I I won this event uh, by by I don't know maybe ten seconds. So that's fairly tight in a pool area in a, in a workout that's that mm -hmm. long in a pool. It's not you know this isn't like a a laydown. Uh, but it was really fun. It was really really fun. It was one of those workouts. Uh, and those competitors that were there will empathize with this where, you know, when you do this hard work and then you jump in the pool, you are feeling the high heart rate and your lack of oxygen very quickly, Absolutely. very, very quickly. So you're nervous. Can I make it across the pool? Am I going to have to stop to breathe or can I just keep going? And, uh, you know, ironically, Rick, I had just uh, we've been training uh, in our program for swimming. We knew there was a swim at Legends. So right. we had been doing some things at the pool that put us in and out of the water, doing some activity out of the water. But just a week before this event, I carried a hundred pounds yeah. worth of dumbbells, two 50 pound dumbbells into the pool at a YMCA, not their dumbbells. I brought my own dumbbells through the parking lot, through the front door in a bag into the pool area. And it was, uh, that was actually the hardest part. Just Carrying in a bag a hundred pounds of odd object to the pool needed to recover just to do that. So I had a little. Uh, I had done thrusters and pool swims twenty one fifteen nine the week before, so I felt like I had uh, I had just done something like this. And mm -hmm. the single arm shoulder overhead was way more fun than two dumbbell thrusters. Those that was truly terrible. Oh but, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think. I, your your breathing wasn't as impacted at, with the shouldered overheads as no, a no, full no. body movement. That's like what thrusters. we felt the same way. Like yeah. we, I'm glad they did that. You could you you could feel it in your arms. You could feel some fatigue building up, but mm -hmm. you weren't having a an absolute heart attack when you were diving in the water. Mm -hmm. You were fatigued, right. but you weren't dying until that last hundred where you were really questioning <laughs> a lot of things there. But uh, boy, was it fun! Um, you know, I think I think everyone had fun out there. We also had beautiful weather. So when you're out there. In the sun, oh. in a pool swim, in December. Uh, People are screaming, music blaring. Yep, yep. Oh, that, was, so much that was a good time. Uh, I will say that the the next event that we had, uh, which for us was just two weeks, uh, two hours later, was uh, we had a one rep max snatch and one rep max clean and jerk. And this was mm -hmm. uh, it was four minutes uh, to, to accomplish each with a one minute transition. Um, nothing to really share about this. Just kind of. Uh, at first, I was slightly, I didn't love this event because we had just been tested in an event like this at the games. But if you remember right. in 2020 in Phoenix, this program, this workout was programmed and it got rained out of all things in mm -hmm. Phoenix. And they wanted to have this tested. They have not tested this 2021, 2022. So they brought it in this year. And uh, and sure enough, it's a really fun way to, to test your one rep max. I mean, all the pressure, all the adrenaline, all the cheering, all the people right there in your face was uh, was really enjoyable. So uh, in, in hindsight, I'm really glad they brought that that event back and we got to have that tested. Um, and also by the end of day one, I mean, all we did was like, I don't know, 10, 12 minutes of work. We felt, Correct. felt good yeah. going to day two. Not We're not sore yet, for sure. But he had to, they had they had to use that day one on Thursday to knock those oh, yeah. two events out of the way because on Friday started scaled and teams and suddenly yes. it got very busy. And I think I yes. noticed the difference when we wandered around Thursday right after your swim. No, no, you had already lifted. And uh, it didn't feel as congested as it did Friday when everybody yeah. was there. So, yep. hey, you got to. How did you, how did you feel? Um, what were the nerves like? Now, again, you're a seasoned competitor. But the yep. nerves, knowing that your first event for the weekend was in the water, which is different than saying my first event is out on the competition floor. Oh, mm -hmm. I got bar muscle ups and 
jump rope or something like that, double unders. But uh, I mean, there's yeah. there's a difference to pool. Not everybody yeah. is as comfortable in the pool. Yeah, I think I think for for uh, it was interesting to have that be the first event because uh, being the first event, you tend to have uh, a big adrenaline dump. Um, it's yep. it's really strong uh, on that first event. I tend to find the the events after that first one, you're like you've acclimated to competition now. Okay, yes. we're here. Correct. It's okay, but event number one, I passed it. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, it, you were just you're just getting hammered with it. Um, for me, I I've done this enough that it, I did, I don't feel those huge adrenaline dumps quite as much, uh, anymore, Correct. but I could see that that would put you in a precarious position in a pool mm -hmm. swim where you have all this adrenaline, you go right arm for 15, left arm for 15. You're feeling like a, like a rock star and you jump in the pool and the adrenaline wears off and your heart rate is at max. <sighs> I can't yeah. You can see. <laughs> so if, if you're listening and you found yourself after that first, 25 and you thought you were going to die it's because the adrenaline uh gotcha it's actually it's, it's kind of a getcha the adrenaline can give you superpowers but it can't overcome a lack right. of oxygen or, or carbon dioxide buildup and the pool mm -hmm. is going to expose that so that was one of those where the first 25 for me was just hey dude we're just staying in calm here once we get to the other side we can turn on the jets on this swim but let's just chill Mm -hmm. and not kill ourselves mm -hmm. on this first 25. And for me, I've done enough high heart rate jumping into the pool swimming to know mm -hmm. I need about 25 yards to chill and acclimate to the water, acclimate to the swim, turn around and go. So if uh, there were a lot of lessons learned by a lot of people out there, I imagine one of their lessons was uh, yep. the pool is deceptive and it's going to steal your breath. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, we had uh, a friend of mine, Mike Matzik in the uh, 50 to 54, newly uh, 50. In his previous life, he was a um, rescue swimmer in the military. And uh, I've known him for a number of years, didn't know that until I had heard him say that uh, publicly somewhere. He was in my ear on pacing the swims and not having a coach right there. I thought that was so valuable. I was like, all right, this guy has lived in the water. Yes honestly, in another life. And yet he was, you know, you want to establish a lead or you want to get out to a good start, holding those reins back just a little bit, when to turn it on, not yeah. this 75 meter, but that next set of that next or yards or how, what it was, it meters, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. But it was great to have him in my ear. And that's because the spectators were so close, right to the edge. Yeah. Right in your face. Right behind, that's awesome. Right behind yeah. that yellow caution tape that looked like a murder scene is what I called it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, how about you go? Uh, we'll go okay. to another. Yeah. Day, have a, take let's, a shot at another. Let's go. Let's go to day two. Uh, let's go with Hell's Bells. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow, what an interesting workout. So what we had was a seven-minute time cap. Again, very, Ooh. very tight. Very few people finished this workout uh, in any heats because it was such a tight time cap. You start with 240 feet of double dumbbell farmers lunge. Okay. Uh, you then you go into 36 double dumbbell deadlifts, then 24 double dumbbell hang squat cleans, then 12 double dumbbell devil presses, standard weights uh, through 50, uh, through age 49, uh, 50 plus you had 40 pounds, uh, and then 60 plus you had 35 pounds. These are men's weights, but the equivalent female weights, we all kind of know that breakdown. So um, here was the fun part of this workout, and they've done a penalty workout before. The penalty mm -hmm. was built into the thing. <laughs> if you set down the dumbbells, you have to do a two double dumbbell devil press penalty. So let's say you're on that 240 feet of walking lunges, uh, which 
uh, they had a 40 foot span. So it was down and back, down and back, down and back. That's 40 feet. It was that many turnarounds. If you have to set down the dumbbells, you do two, two devil presses and then rest as long as you need, pick it up and finish that segment. You could set down the dumbbells between movements. For example, between the farmer carry and the deadlifts, right. you could set, right. set them down. So we go three, two, one, go. And the, the guys around me just go lunging like it's nothing. I don't understand how people Damn. are lunging this fast. They I, went I, so fast, Rick. I am I, I'm like, okay, I noticed. Well, I, I, I was fun. like, you were like eighth or ninth to the line in that yeah. first length of 40 yeah. feet. I was like, he's got a plan, <laughs> I think, because <laughs> he's getting like, buried. I was getting buried. My plan was keep up yeah, with these absolutely. guys, yeah. which I did not do. Uh, but regardless, I got to, I got through the, the walking lunges, uh, turn around, put my dumbbells where the deadlifts go. And I'm mm -hmm. looking up and down and there's maybe only one or two people doing the deadlifts. The, people were taking a decent break there. And I thought, well, okay, let's go. So I didn't take a break on the dumbbell farmer's carry, but I wanted to because my legs were so tired. It wasn't about my grip on that last length. My, my legs were really tired. But mm, got to the got to the deadlifts. Uh, I started doing some deadlifts, and I was kind of you know I was just doing deadlifts at a deadlift pace. And then I realized these are just fifty pounds. So then I turned on the afterburners, and I just started. I mean, just started down and up like a woodpecker. I mean, just boom, 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 boom with those um, yep. uh, deadlifts. Got through those. That was actually fairly easy. And then the double dumbbell hang squat cleans. Twenty four of those without setting terrible. it down. I knew. I knew if I could get through this entire workout unbroken, I'd probably win. That was my plan. Plan A was unbroken, never setting down the dumbbells. And uh, so that's what I did. I got through the double dumbbell squat cleans. Uh, it was very challenging. The last few, I could not have done 25. I did 24, held on, forearms were dying. And then once I got to the devil presses, uh, it, it, they felt great. I mean, I was tired, I was fatigued, but the grip was fine. And mm -hmm. they don't tax your grip, you know, quite like the double dumbbell hang squat cleans. You're just so fatigued there. But uh, yeah, I knew that if I could just hang on unbroken, I win. And I did. I, I ended up winning that event uh, and it was one of the only there was a, there was a handful that finished. But that time cap was very, very tight. And if you're at home and you haven't done a workout like this, I think it's a really fun one to try because it's not. It's it's not overwhelming in any specific way. And, and let me say, it's in any generic way. It's yeah. the accumulation. And then, boy, it really does. Once you get to those dumbbell squat cleans, that is a true and absolute test of uh, of grit. That's all it is. It's grit mm -hmm. and pain. Uh, it was really, really fun. This workout made me incredibly sore. The next day, I knew oh. the, the lunges were going to make me sore. My, okay. my glutes were sore almost to, to the touch. It was... It was extreme. I huh. knew it, and I planned on it, and uh, and that was that was Hell's Bells, <laughs> appropriately did, named. Did did that finish the day for you, or did, was that no. the first of two? That was the first of first two. First of that two. Day. The the next event was uh, actually a, a rope climbing jump rope event. It was called Jump. Uh, so after okay. the Van Halen song, which is great. Uh, this time cap was shorter than the song. It was four minutes. Oh yeah, you no did, kidding. <laughs> you did three rope climbs, 20 heavy double unders, three rope climbs, 40 single crossovers, three rope climbs, 60 double unders. If you go perfect, you win this event or you or you go top three. If you trip once mm -hmm. or twice or six times, you lose seconds. And I yeah. lost all the seconds. Uh, I, I blew it. I, I'm good at all that stuff, Rick. I'm good. Mm hmm. But I tripped and then I tripped. You were there. You you got some great yeah. pictures. Well, but I I, I was flound, floundering. You know, he, 
you you looked human in an event. That was, it nice. was that was I was like, what's going I on? Really did. No, I, I I felt human. I couldn't did get it you, together. Did you all when you were guys were all warming up? Were, was there a lot of talk in the back about the thought that how many people would finish, or that, or was they're complaining that the cap was too tight? Because this is why I'm not a programmer, and I'll freely admit yeah. it. I looked at that amount of work, but with just four minutes, and thought, no one's going to finish this. Yet almost everybody did. So I was yeah. way, way off. I felt that way. I think we were all unsure uh, if anybody okay. would finish. We were all, I mean, we all had plans to just go uh, fast. Sure. There's no yeah. other way on this. Um, but if you did the math and you thought, you know, if three rope climbs takes 45 seconds on a bad day in a race. I mean, we're, we're talking about racing right. rope climbs. We're not talking about training rope climbs, racing rope climbs. So 45 seconds. So you really have, uh, you know, two minutes and 15 seconds of rope climbs. And 120, uh, let's see, uh, yeah, 120 double unders with those other different met. It's totally doable in four minutes if you think that you have three minutes and 45, or a minute and 45 seconds to do 120 jumping movements, whether it's heavy rope, crossovers, right. or double unders. So you do the math, you do transitions, which are really quick. It's doable. I'm not sure if anybody realized how fast it would actually go. It went yeah, there so some fast. Pretty impressive uh, times. Some of the winning times were under three minutes. And that was Correct. pretty remarkable. But you you had to be perfect. And I, it, I think it came down to it, execution. That's what it did. Because if you did the 100%. math and you said, okay, physically, this is possible. Mm -hmm. Three, 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 and then then the different yeah. variation of the jumps. But yeah. I can't. I can't mess miss because transitions. You have to count the transition time in there too. So I yes. can't. I I have to execute. So yes. All right. My mistake. Hey. I'll just share my mistake. I'll, I'll, you know. If, sure. I know I know what I did. I uh, you know I tripped on one of the heavy double unders, the last one, and had to redo it. So I felt like I was in a deficit. So I got in a little bit of a hurry on the next three rope climbs. I felt like I needed to catch up on the crossovers and smooth is fast on all mm -hmm. of these movements. And what I did is fast and not smooth. I went fast, not smooth, instead of smooth is yeah. fast. So my mistake was trying to go faster to catch up put me in a deficit because I kept making uh, mistakes. And okay. what I really needed to do was take a breath and be perfect after one mistake. Um, and I, you know, I've got plenty of experience in, in doing sure. this, but I still am learning lessons like that. Like it, it's even when, even when a mistake happens, uh, staying calm and collected is necessary. And whether I looked calm and collected or not, I, I felt internally frantic mm -hmm. and that's never, that's never a good spot on a four minute workout to have franticness, you know, being well, through my veins. This this is uh this is fun for competition and it probably felt good uh for your uh your competition Vlad because yes. I think if I'm right you two went head to head in the games on a workout that included a lot of double unders but it had some machines and you bested yes. him and he executed better on this one and was able yes. to uh take the win on this. So I you know a little bit of give and he, take. He executed <laughs> little, that's perfect. That's, fact, that's beautiful. Yeah. He came up to me before the workout and he said, Jason, I'm going to win this workout. And I oh, said, I, uh, oh, I think you are. I think I, I, I was like, yes, you are. Yeah, I give it to you. I, you will win this. I want to stay close, but you will win right. this. And he did win it. And uh, I let seven people get in between me and him. And that's tricky. Yeah. But he, hats off to him. He executed yeah. it perfectly. He, well. he is yeah. he's tr truly beautiful at rope work. It's really remarkable. Um, if you want to know how to do it, watch how he does it. It's just right. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's fast descent too. Very good descent. Yep. Uh, I will take one from day two. Uh, this is one that we took a second on. Knowing going into this workout, we knew that we could do no worse than third. 
uh, and clinch, uh, clinch the victory. So we just cared about the team that was right next to us. And then we were looking for that outlier. If somebody else got ahead of us, we needed to stay right with them. And it was nice to be able to have four sets of eyes instead of just yourself, like you, yes. in an individual competition trying to swivel and watch the entire lane, all the lanes. But comfortably numb, good name again, just crack, it, crack up with this. Comfortably numb, 16-minute cap. And uh, a number of teams did finish this, This, so I'm not, not saying anything about the cap. Uh, it was four rounds, two partners at a time, so one male, one female, uh, 10 hang squat cleans, five each. And I won't go into the specifics uh, because there was a lot of confusion as to the order, how many you did or whatever. So five hang squat cleans each. Your partner's holding the bar in a deadlift position while you're doing the hang squat clean. So there's, again, more grip work. Uh, The weights for us were 155 and 105. And then immediately into 20 deadlifts. You do 10, I do 10. Um, So partner... Partners one and two go, partners three and four go. Partners one and two go, partners three and four go. That's your four rounds. You go immediately into 400 feet of handstand walks, which when we saw that high skill movement, we were very excited. We're like, this is great. Uh, The minimum work requirement was everybody had to do at least 40 feet. So we knew uh, we had a teammate that, hey, if he got 40 feet, it was a win. And he did. And I'm so proud of him. So excited. So happy. Um, he went 20, we, myself and two others, we just knocked out as many as we could. We gave him 20 feet. He got it done. And then myself and the and our, and our the other ladies just knocked out more. It saved the last 20 feet for him because we knew if he didn't get that 20 feet, we couldn't advance anyway. So we might as well right. just let him let him finish. He crossed, he crossed the finish line. And then we had to do four rounds of male, male, female, female of 15 cleans. Could have been any clean you wanted and 30 deadlifts. So we're chasing the team next to us. We know we were in second place at the time. They had a, a small lead, and we were just – You, I think you called yourself a woodpecker up and down. Yes. I just felt like a piston on the yes. deadlifts. I almost was closing my eyes, trying to drop as – I was pushing the bar down, pulling it up with a lot of speed. Um, it was fun. They crossed the finish line just before we did. Uh, we secured second place in the event, which gave us the win overall. Uh, but it was something where that's a true team event. Everybody had to contribute. There was a minimum work yeah. requirement per person, and you worked both as a male-female partner, and then you worked as a male-male-female-female tandem. Right. Beautifully designed, under the cap. Uh, it was a great way to finish. And then we uh, went to the sounds, pool. I think after Then you went to the pool. I saw you. I came and teased <laughs> we you at the pool because you were done <laughs> – so. You were done before we were halfway. No, you were done before we worked at before we even started that day. Correct. And, uh, Correct. So comfortably numb. Nice programming. Uh, there's one where they nailed the stimulus and the time cap. I think appropriately. So nice job. We had two workouts events on Saturday, um, which is the day that you that you finished up. Uh, one of the workouts was a combination of uh, snatches, clean and jerks, and bar muscle ups. Lots of cycling of the barbells mm-hmm. fast. Challenging time cap, uh, very fun event. The one I think I'll actually go over is another one bites the dust. Uh, here's the ah. interesting part about this workout. It was 20-foot handstand walk, two squat cleans. 40-foot handstand walk, four squat cleans. 60 feet, six squat cleans. 80 feet, eight squat cleans. 100 yep. feet, 10 squat cleans. The morning of the event, oh. uh, rumors are going around. Like uh, this, work, this event was programmed at 205 pounds for men. Uh, and... Uh, in, in our age group. So this was all, I'm talking 45 to 49 year old age group. Um, 
it was originally 205. The 50 plus had 205, 55 plus 185, 60 plus 135. Uh, and the younger age groups had 225 and the corresponding female weights as well. But we mm -hmm. uh, found out the morning of the event that it was supposed to be 225 for us, 155 mm -hmm. for the ladies. So that's what it was. And that changed it uh, in our minds. Just it's It's just that much more load over 30 squat claims. So I can just imagine how challenging 30 squat cleans for time would be. Now we're gonna mix in some significant uh, distances on handstand walks. 300 feet of handstand walking, right. th yeah. 30 squat feet. cleans. That's what we're looking at in this, at 225. Uh, so this was in a very Ooh. aggressive time cap. Well, no, it wasn't aggressive. I don't know, it's hard to say what aggressive is. It's a, a 15 lot. minute time cap. Yeah. So. There's there a good was a amount of finishers. Amount. Not not everybody yeah. finished, but there were a decent right. amount in your heat. I saw one younger heat go as well. They had about the same number finish as you guys did. Yeah. So I'd say I think maybe, it was well programmed. Like you're going to finish if you have those skills. Yeah. Yes. Not everybody was able to execute that fast. And the the um, the interesting combination here was you've got a heavy a heavy barbell and a high skill gymnastics. And I think you Love and I that. have talked about this. We love that. I mean, obviously, <laughs> this is what we want to see tested at uh, the games, quarterfinals, semifinals. You know, if you want to right. create a separator, we have to take two of these polarized worlds. The only thing that would make a change to this is maybe do a 5K row into it or something crazy. Oh. Not really. Yeah. Um, but no. to get that monostructural expert involved in the situation. Uh, but it was, uh, boy, was it tough. Man, that 225-pound barbell uh, changed changed it so much for us it go it it's literally just be like well i don't need a belt at 205 to i'm gonna cinch that belt really tight for 225. it's that kind mm -hmm. of difference for mm -hmm. me in my world and i'll tell you what was fun for me personally in this workout it wasn't fun in the moments fun afterwards but it was very stressful because they had us lined up facing a certain direction and because of my placement everyone that i had my eyes on that i needed to beat was oh, behind yeah. me yes so i couldn't see that right and doing the handstand walks and in my peripheral on the handstand walk, I can kind of see who's with me. And we were all pretty, you know, fairly even through the, the 20 foot handstand walk, two squat cleans, 40 feet, four squat cleans, 60 and six, we start to create separation. And then once we get to 80 feet of handstand walking and eight squat cleans, I have no idea where anyone is at behind me. You're, I'm you're just lose afraid, track of the reps. Yep. lose track. And I'm pretty good at keeping track, but I can't tell there's too many barbells clanging. Uh, you know, Vlad is right behind me. Jason Lukanon is right behind him. Key is in the mix back there somewhere. These are all guys I'm keeping my eye on and my ear on. At one point, I was doing squat things, and I turned around to see what they were doing. And I remember thinking to myself, like, what What do I think I can see? I can't. There's nothing right. for me to see there except guys doing A squat things. image of, of Ryan standing up isn't going to tell you what rep number nothing. he was on. I got no yeah, information. Nothing. At one point, I looked to the crowd to see if they would tell me anything. And they were just looking at me like deers in the head. Like, no one, no information. <laughs> and so what I did is I just went as absolutely physically fast as I could. And mm -hmm. I finished the workout, crossed the line. And I was grateful because it was, it was a moving day for me. I entered the day in second place. I really wanted to lock up two wins. I, I won the first event that day. I won this event. Uh, and I, uh, I right there, you know, Bob and or Joe were both right there. And I was like, guys, yep. 225 is not going to slow me down. I was joking. I was happy because I had won the event. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they, uh, Bob was like, you know, I think, you know, you might win this whole event. You, you might beat everybody's time. And I wasn't, I, I wasn't too, I wasn't as confident as he was in that. And I actually, a 40 year old beat me by three seconds, but me and that, that other 40 year old, 
our time beat all the other times and all the other, other divisions. So he must have been working out with a fear of with the same fear that I had. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. going to get beat. These guys are right on me. I don't even know. So I'm just going to clean and clean and clean. That last set of 10, Rick, was uh, was something special. Uh, a, a special level of pain was uh, was going on. But I learned something in that particular workout about uh, these types of events or that, that type of a workout. I could almost feel myself dissociate from what was going on in the moment. Like It almost felt like I was... I was the pilot, you know, in a, in a, mm-hmm. I don't almost want to think like a, in a fighter jet, right? Um, I'm, I, I, I can almost see that I need to hit the gas or I need to tap the brake. I can read the gauges and sense where my heart rate is. Um, and, but, but I, I am void of emotion. I mean, the only emotion I feel is like a, a danger, right? I feel danger because I'm, I'm, I want to win this right. event and yep. there's a threat. They're there. chasing you. You know, they're where chasing they're at. me. But I, I was calm. I was collected. I felt all the pain, the heart rate was through the roof, but just rep after rep after rep after rep and um, and stepped over the line. So it was it was really, really tough. And I was surprised. You you and I talked about that night, uh, the soreness mm-hmm. we might feel the next day from something like that, uh, being that we're cycling that barbell, not cycling, but yeah. we're, we're doing clean you're, that quickly. You're, you're landing in this bottom of the squat with uh, a tremendous amount of force load, 30 yeah. times under yeah. a, a, a moderately heavy load. Yeah. A reasonably heavy load. And I think yeah. that under under the conditions leaves you more sore having already done yeah. those lunges the day prior. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think that that's nasty. It was nasty. Woke up the next day pretty fatigued going into the final day. The fourth day at Legends is always a yeah. very fatigued day. Uh, but it's fun. Another one bites the dust. That was a legit. I, the names they come up with for these are just right. They were great. They were taking they were taking suggestions. I think a couple of weeks prior, or three weeks prior, <laughs> give us some '80s and '90s songs, and uh, uh, they they hit them all. I agree. Well, let me say before I forget, uh, as you wrapped up uh, another one bites of dust, we made it through a competition, both uh, teams, individual, and as sure for the scaled as well. This is my first competition where no machines were involved, not a one. They yes. teased it. We thought they were joking. They were true to their word. There wasn't a rower, a skier, or a runner. What am I missing? Yeah, rower, skier, or runner. Bike. Yep. Or bike, or any bike, any type of bike. So you were able to run a large quality competition using pretty simple implements, a barbell, ropes, and a ton of dumbbells. Yes. And uh, achieve what you wanted to without having to rely on a machine. So equipment doesn't always have to be a limiting factor, I think, is a message to take away for a competition organizer. I can't source, you know, 40 rowers or 28.5 skiers or something like that. Don't let that stop you if you're thinking about it. Yeah, after the fact, looking back, I almost forget that there were no machines. You know, Uh, it's almost, yeah, Uh didn't even occur to me. Um, and we did get some monostructural in there in the swim. I mean, there's a monostructural swim, right. movement right there. And double unders are monostructural as well. So Correct. Um, did you see the post that uh, Joe, he put on his story that he was traveling from Phoenix back home. And uh, he used a hashtag because he was planning for next year's legend, hashtag oh. rise of the machines. So that was great. Oh, you know, he's no. oh, that's a great one. Oh, such boy, a great hashtag, rise of the machines. I mean, it'd be really fun oh, to no. see what we... So we head into the I final day uh, for the for the individuals. The final day uh, was a two part workout in the span of ten minutes. So it was really mm-hmm. one workout, but two scores. Part one, hundred points on the line. You had for reps, total reps in a six minute time cap. 
uh, or AMRAP mm -hmm. style, two heavy dumbbell snatches. Uh, heavy uh, is, for each age group, it's heavy. So up to 49, it's a 70 pound dumbbell. Then from 50 to 59 uh, or 50 to 54, 60 pound dumbbell for men, 60, 40. 55 to nine is a 50, 35, 60 plus 50, 30, actually it's all 60 plus 50, 35. So nice and heavy dumbbells for all of us in mm -hmm. that. Uh, so it's two dumbbell snatches, 10 goblet squats holding the head of the dumbbell. And then add two dumbbell snatches each round. So then it's four, then 10, then six, mm -hmm. then 10, then eight, then 10, then 12, then 10, then 14, then 10, then 16, then 10. That's as far as I got. Uh, it was, ooh, that was a heart attack. and. Mm -hmm. It was really a fun workout and you could sell, you could sell it on that workout if you wanted to and put yourself in the grave. The glitch was <laughs> part two is, is you finish that at six minute mark, you have a one minute break, move your 70 pound dumbbell out of the way, get two dumbbells, half the weight. So 35 in each hand now mm -hmm. for time with a three minute time cap, 50 dumbbell thrusters, 25 bar facing burpees. You have just finished 70 to 80 goblet squats with a 70 pound dumbbell and all those dumbbell snatches three two one go we all start with the dumbbell thrusters my plan rick was yeah. aggressive <laughs> okay. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 20 15 15. i almost died trying to get to 20. it was a mistake it was too many yeah uh and then i went 10 10 10 but i was i was dying these were the 50 hardest thrusters i've done in a long time with just 35 pound dumbbells it felt so silly yeah. to have a hard time locking out 35 pound thrusters. Uh, the, I did get the released. Look on people's faces were uh, was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Those 50 were t nobody looked comfortable doing them. No one was comfortable. There were no reps all over the board. Nobody <laughs> wanted to get deep enough. They didn't want to lock right. their arms out. They could barely hold their arms over their head. It yeah. was a it was a mess. Yeah, that was fun. fun Once you got to the bar facing burp, the burpees were great. Once you got to the burpees. You're just, we've all done bar facing burpees under great mm -hmm. fatigue. This is not new. If you could get to mm -hmm. the burpees, you just started doing them and you just turn your head off, turn Three, your two, brain one, off and just time. do it. No big deal. Yeah. But you really, you finished that one and ev I don't know anybody that was standing. You, everybody is on all fours or on the ground at the end of that mm -hmm. one. And again, an amazing non-machine finale. Uh, mm -hmm. You're just like, wow, well done. This was, this was uh, a heavy and then goblet squats and then light and bar facing burpees. I mean, this has really just touched all of the fitness uh, that anyone could have here. And so uh, fun workout, really challenging, crazy to go in there uh, for the last day. I think I was there for seven hours the entire, you know, through the entire day mm -hmm. to do 10 minutes Worked of work. Or 10 minutes of workout, yeah. Uh, but, you know, over the whole weekend, there was, you think about it, in two days, you did five events and you felt pretty fresh. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't a, it mm -hmm. wasn't a huge endeavor. Absolutely. I nope. felt fatigued. I was juggling being a competitor, being a, a coach, uh, a mm -hmm. program director, and and supporting and uh, my athletes there. So I, I felt like I was I was burning the candle on both ends quite a bit there, cool. and I, I loved yeah. every minute of it. Uh, but even with you know less than an hour worth of effort, I don't maybe it was an hour and a half worth of total effort over four days. Uh, I slept nine hours Monday night into Tuesday, nine hours, and I was finally back in the green again. Uh, you know, I I was. I was pretty beat up, pretty pretty wiped out. Uh, even though and that includes that includes travel for everybody that competed I mean, there, to be unless fair. you were local. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. travel as well. You Don't mentioned you one down. thing um, on this mm -hmm. last event: the judging was was strict. They were on it. Uh, I took Correct. a couple no reps on goblet squats, and I don't take I don't get no reps on squats. I took a couple of no reps uh, just to correct it, make sure you were exaggerating the movements. Oh, yep. Opening the hip up. But, 
But you know, we had we had Duan on the podcast. Duan is right. uh, was the head judge on uh, different floors at different times. What was your experience on the judging? Did you find it to be top notch? I mean, when he's running it, it felt crazy I, solid. I I thought it to be very consistent. Um, yeah. You know, a couple of times, if, if it was not our team, I heard other teams, you know, be corrected with with yeah. comments. Um, sure. But I think that was because I was in the middle of it. What I noticed was how often the head judge on each floor would come over and stand over the shoulder of a said judge. Yes. And like he explained to us, like if I'm watching, you're doing something wrong and you better correct <laughs> right. it right now. If, you, if they and, approach, you better clean it up. Yes. It, and, it, and it really depended on the movement. Like in your, yeah. in your squat clean handstand walk, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot to uh, to. To, to watch for because the weight was heavy enough, you were going to get down and catch that in a squat anyhow. Um, yes. And you either handstand walked or you didn't. But it was those gray areas where it was just goblet squats. People were trying to cycle them or the thrusters. Yes. Squat yep. depth was such a big part of the judging process. And boy, yep. they were on them something fierce. Yeah, it was and good. When, I, I think when there's... the judging overall, and we really recognized a lot of the judges. They're coming yep. together. We talked about their association. Love the fact yes. that we're recognizing faces. They're quality, yeah. they're professional, but they're holding you accountable, which is important. It was, yeah, that that part was run so well. I, I think anytime there's judges, there's human, there's the human element that comes into play. Oh, there's, yeah, there's, of course. In in the heat of the moment, I know that uh, there were some competitors in, in mind that, uh, you know, on the walking lunge, there was a competitor that got uh, stopped and had to go back on some on some lunges. And the communication oh. was challenging right there because it's the heat of the moment. Why did they get no rep? Why do I have to go back? Um, that's just one example that I heard of. On the other hand, you have the strictness. And I love that on a final event when there's when everything's on the line on the last two events and they are watching you like a hawk to have clear, crisp movements. I like that. I'd rather I'd rather have it be overbearing. In fact, there was uh, one event at the CrossFit Games in 2018 that started with 50 deadlifts at 225 mm -hmm. i think i think that the judges were told to no rep everybody on the first rep because everybody got a no rep on the first rep but it was uh i don't know if that's actually the case but i mean it was 99 percent of everyone got no rep mm -hmm. on rep number one on the deadlifts but i think stand it was it to let people know yep. stand it up like mm -hmm. if you get no repped out there all of a sudden your behavior changes dramatically you know what yeah. i mean you just it was, it was amazing oh to you watch. mean I, you had guys out there opening their hips to where they were like literally arching their backs to make sure standing yeah. up on the goblet squat uh but i did like to see uh duan and all of the other judges out there uh again familiar faces like you said out there working as hard as we were working i mean if not more they're working 10 12 14 hour days on the floor oh. um yeah. having to be having to be on the spot um paying attention no mistakes uh so uh, I, I'll tell you this one story, Rick. I was getting ready for the squat clean workout, and mm -hmm. a, one of my athletes, a Boulder athlete, was the judge. And I was like, "Hey!" I was so excited to see her. I was like, "Yay! You're Ooh. my judge. This is so exciting!" And she's like, "She's like, hey, I'm so excited that you're here in my lane. I have to switch lanes to, to uh, keep it good. ethical, yeah. to keep it completely yeah. clear. Yeah. I'm gonna switch lanes good. with this guy." You know I want to judge you, but I'm going to switch lanes. And I was like, mad respect. Like, I don't, yep, it didn't even occur right. to me. I didn't think, um, I knew that th she would think that she would enjoy that. Uh, but no, that was the right thing to do. Yeah, switch lanes. Make, Absolutely. Make there no question. So very, very cool uh, situation I, with her there. I would, uh, 
I'm not going to be there, but I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them are down there in Miami uh, for the next, yes. you know, large competition here at Wadapalooza yep. in January. Yep. So, Agreed. Yeah. So thank you to the judges. Thank you to the volunteers. Oh, yes. Bob and Joe and Jason. Excellent job. Give them, give teams job. more, more, please. You know, I, yep. Yep. Now that, now that you know that teams enjoy it and that they signed up and they showed up, uh, unleash hell for these guys. Come I want, on. Next year, I want Rick to be crawling. Yes. I don't if he, if he's if, if you're fresh next year, I'll yeah. give you things to do. Uh, if I'm getting a tan again like I did this past year, then something's wrong. Something's wrong. <laughs> or if you're getting maybe you get burnt because you died by the pool. That's fine. There I you go. That's okay. You. Pass out. Pass out. Well, Rick, um it's time for yeah. your pick of the week. <laughs> what what do you got this week? All right. What I have is uh for those watching, pretty standard a little portable speaker, Bluetooth speaker. And why am I showing this? Very simple. I forgot it. Did not bring it. When you have a VRBO and you want to have some tunes playing, you're cooking dinner, I had to apologize to you both and to my teammates as well. Sorry, you know, I mean, there was no music. Uh, you know, it it just helps break up, you know, you're, you're talking, cross, you're around CrossFit all day. Um, the noise from the competition, uh, you know, you just, I like to have a little bit of music in the background, just unwind, just to, just to chill out. And of course, I failed. So it was not in my packing on my packing list. Let's uh, re- remember that. Let's add that to the packing list, which was another uh, critical yes. critical thing. But yes, how about just remember a speaker next time for the tunes? Because you had plenty of music at the venue. It would have been nice to have something at the house. So sorry about that. I well, owe you one. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You're forgiven. Uh, you were for you were you're forgiven immediately. Um, my pick of the week is something I just got on Amazon, um, and this is uh, this is it. It's it's a weekly planner, and I just picked it up off of Amazon this week. R- random advertisements for these weekly planners because I must have lingered on one on on Instagram. But anyway, went on Amazon, looked this up, and it's just something I could peel off this page. I, I could build out my weekly plan, peel off the page, do next week's weekly plan. But I tend to have a huge stack of things I need to get done in a day, and uh, what ends up happening is that, or in a, in a week, what ends up happening is I just have this huge list and I just chip away at it at day after day. But actually having a weekly planner like this helps me plan what I'm going to accomplish today, what I'm going to push off to tomorrow. I don't need to get this done today. I'll do this tomorrow. Friday is typically my leftover day to clean up anything else that I need to get done. So I'll do that on Fridays. It keeps me, well, it's day one, actually. I just got it. So we'll see how that goes. I'll put a link for this in the show notes down below because it's kind of fun. And, uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. We lost Rick in this. I, I hope he's okay. But yeah, we had a little internet challenge here at the end. And that's just part of how this goes. So uh, with that said, appreciate Rick. If you can hear me, I appreciate you. We appreciate all the volunteers and, and everyone that helped put the Legends Championship together. It was a phenomenal event. Uh, I am honored uh, and blessed to uh, be able to compete there and, and be a part of that. Uh, so I'm grateful. With all that, we just want to say thank you to our listeners for tuning into the Masters in Motion podcast. We would be grateful if if you could take a moment to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Your support helps us reach more listeners and grow our Masters community. Until next time, Rick, get bolder, not older. Good to see you, man. We'll see you next week.